Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. Jack Fritz in for John Marks on this Tuesday afternoon. It is Marks and Reese alongside Mr. Ike Reese. Hmm. It's time. And we do this every Thursday at 3 o'clock. We bring on the one and only Shiel Kapadia from TheRinger.com. Shiel, what's happening, brother? How you doing? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Well, I mean, listen. We're going through withdrawal here, Shiel. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the Eagles haven't played in a month. It really, it it does feel like it's been uh, such a long time. You know, when you go by and then you go Monday night game, that routine of sitting down on a Sunday or going to the game on a Sunday, uh, that's been out the window. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. Listen, they, if all things go according to plan, you get football for, what, eight straight weeks, then you get a breather, and then you get more football. So, look at it That's that right. Way. And then that's you right. get a second breather after that, but in between the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game. That's so, right. <laughs> it could be a good little stretch here. All right, Shiel, uh, the Chiefs. How much different is this team from the team that we saw in the Super Bowl? Uh, it's really different, in my opinion. I and mean, I would say this is easily the best defense they've ever had with Mahomes and Reed. And I would say it's the worst offense they've ever had with <laughs> Mahomes and Reed. I, I mean, their identity uh, is a lot different than it was in that Super Bowl. You know, they have two new offensive tackles. Uh, their skill position players have not played as well. And so offensively, they really lack a rhythm. They lack an explosiveness. For as much as they relied on Patrick Mahomes before, it's even more now. I mean, he is just in, like, creation mode uh, throughout these games. So that's the offense. And then defensively, uh, they're just playing a lot better than they played last year. You know, they had a bunch of rookie corners who stepped up last year and, and played well. But now all those guys are in their second season uh, really understanding Steve Spagnuolo's scheme. And so uh, I would say overall the identity of that team is quite a bit different than, than the team the Eagles saw in the Super Bowl. Shield. Like, I guess if you had to say, you know, the Eagles' issues, you know, have, have kind of perked up here, whether it's the run game, whether it's the secondary, uh, you know, closing out games, of those kind of issues that you see with this team, which do you believe is was the most correctable over the bye, and which do you think they needed to shore up the most? Uh, most correctable, I would probably say, is the run game. And that's, just, you know, listen, it might not be because I, I don't know what Jalen Hurts' health is. And so if they look at it and they look at him during the bye and say, you know what, he just can't be a big factor in the run game, uh, then I could be wrong about that. I mean, you look at the Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts' legs, like, solved so many of their problems, third down fourth down, two-point conversions. But 
I just have so much faith in kind of the offensive line and Jeff Stoutland that even if that is the case, I feel like they can scheme some stuff up and say, you know what, let's make some tweaks. We have some time to reset here, and let's make sure we can get this run game going. And I do think that's going to be a big factor in this game. That Chiefs defense that I just said was really good, they're still vulnerable uh, against the run. So I think you can get after them there. Now, the most concerning to me, uh, I would give you a different answer, and that would be just the secondary, uh, the coverage aspect of it. I mean, our last look at this team was Dak Prescott really going up and down the field against them uh, for most of that game. And that, I just don't know how much of it is correctable because the linebackers, you still have an issue there. Slot corner, I think you probably still have an issue there. Safety, can Kevin Byard look like a different guy than he looked like in his first two games? I mean, he, he didn't do a lot uh, that was encouraging in those first two games. It was a tough spot, so maybe he plays well now. But uh, I think that's kind of the Achilles heel of this team when I look at this stretch of five games, when I look at the rest of the season, is do they just have enough, enough guys on defense, specifically, again, in the middle of the field, to stop some of these great quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, that's where I would be at, too, Shield. Um, we've been bouncing back and forth with – what's more critical for the Eagles to fix, uh, the running game or their pass defense. I just don't know in today's league what some of these quarterbacks we're going to be facing moving forward, especially when you're talking about getting to playing playoff football. Um, if, a, if an offense feels they can move the ball down on the field against you through the air, it's much easier for an offense to do that because they're picking up bigger yardage, and that certainly could come back and hurt this team. Uh, I guess my long way around to a question here is, Kevin Byard, right? Kevin Byard and Bradley Roby certainly have great track records as players. I'm just wondering, do they still have that football left in them or anything close to that, what they were prior to getting here? It's a great question. It, could, it sounds weird to say because neither of those guys were on the team before the season. Those two guys could go a long way in like defining yeah. <laughs> the feeling of this team. I mean, it really – is true. So Roby, I mean, you know, he played what a couple games that I actually thought he looked more comfortable than I was expecting. I mean, this was a guy we normally when you sign a corner uh, off the street, kind of in season, you got to temper your expectation. I think he's a smart player. He's played in a lot of schemes. And so a lot of that in the nickel is probably going to be, you know, do you know your rules? Do you know your leverage? Do you know where you're supposed to be? And so I do have, you know, kind of, I don't want to say high hopes, but I have hopes that he can be competent enough and an upgrade from what they've had there. But, but again, he, he's, what, 31 years old, yeah. and he has to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, Bayard is the guy I'm really curious about. I mean, he's played, I think, over 500 snaps this year, and he's got his hand on the football once, and that was on a fumble recovery. He doesn't have a pass breakup. He doesn't have an interception. He doesn't have a forced fumble. Uh, and so, you know, sometimes when a team trades a player, they have more information on the player than you do. Now, again, he's been in the He doesn't have a pass time. breakup? I thought he's a ball yeah. hawk, Shield. I mean, wasn't that his whole calling card? He, he doesn't have a pass breakup. He has not touched the football in the air this entire season. Wow. Oh, my God. We're game. screwed. <laughs> I mean, we're in straight to fifth and sixth round pick. Isn't there yeah. a contract next year, too? Man, I love when I can surprise you guys. It doesn't happen often. That's terrifying. That's the worst thing you've ever seen on the show. I didn't know he didn't have a pass. Oh, my God. One? He's touched one ball this year? Balls. Yeah, and it was a fumble recovery. Listen, you saw it. I mean, in that Cowboys game, what were they doing on third down? When Byers in there, I mean, they were targeting him uh, quite a bit. So he does have a track record of being a good player. I don't want to come on and bury the guy. Maybe he's got some good football left Mm. in him. But, yeah, I I I think he's a really – uh, a key player for that. Yeah, I thought Je- I thought Jake Ferguson was Travis Kelsey in that game. 
Cowboys. Like, yeah, 91 yards or something. Yeah. yeah. Shield, do you think that Taylor Swift needs to wear a little bit of Eagles garb <laughs> on Sunday to, to maintain her face in Philadelphia, or does she just go all in on the Chiefs? Oh my gosh! I, well, her dad was her dad is a big Eagles fan, right? Well, Howard made it seem like he's like kind of he's, he's waffling. Well, Howard's like he's been traveling all over the place, so he his doesn't. Son, his son-in-law might play for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. I mean, she she can't go full Chiefs here, Sheila. It's over. Uh, I mean, you know, but though I remember this last year, someone had asked the question like, which you know celebrities are the biggest Eagles fans or something to me, and I started doing a little research. I mean, when she plays in like in uh, Boston. I mean, she has thrown on a Patriots jersey uh, in the past. So I, I don't know how strong her allegiance well, I'm building a stronger case by day by Shield, day. we don't need you to break any more news here, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're ruining the city the last two minutes. Kevin Byard, Kevin Byard can't get his hands on a football, and then, then Taylor Swift is rooting for the Chiefs and, and Patriots. What a disaster. Uh, Shield, do you think that the Eagles are, quote-unquote, the best team in football <laughs> Because they actually are, or is it by default because the league's not that great? Uh, you know, that, that, that's a t- I feel like there's a lot of teams bunched at the top. And so, I, I mean, I, would pro- I might go to the ladder a little bit. Like, if this were a different season, um, most seasons, I think you have a team that looks like more of a juggernaut when you get to this point in the season and you say, all right, the Eagles might not be as good as that team. But when you look at the way this season has played out, I mean, I've got them, you know, we have to do the power rankings on the ringer and I put them number one. I mean, I mean they listen, they're eight and one. Uh, they're not perfect, but they find ways to win games. The quarterback's been playing at a high level. They're good on the lines of scrimmage uh, on both sides. And if you think about it, you go around the league, like find how many fan bases are really happy with their teams right now. You know, Chiefs fans are going, shoot, our offense doesn't uh, look right. Bill fans, you know, enough said. Uh, Ra- you know, Ravens fans, they, blow, they keep blowing games uh, in the fourth quarter. 49ers, they lost three in a row. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, you know, they can't feel comfortable. They haven't gotten past the divisional round uh, in 27 <laughs> years. And so it's like one of those weird seasons where every fan base, every team is kind of looking at their team going, how good are we? And you don't really know. So I think when you look at what the Eagles have done with their track record going back to last year, uh, this year, and specifically kind of how good you feel about the quarterback, um, I I think I put them right there with any team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Shia, what do you think there? We've talked about this gauntlet, you know, the... The, the, the next five games, really, since the, the summer, since the schedule came out, is this is going to be the, the time that we're going to know truly how great this football team is. Uh, I don't want to give away your pick for Sunday, but wh- what's your kind of projection heading into the stretch? Like, what, what would your record be if you had to say today? Yeah, I was just looking at it. I, I feel like maybe three and two, and I say that, and I'm sure there's people. Oh, you're such a up. cop out. Three, everyone's <laughs> saying three and two. Have a take, Capadia. Well, that, that is the take. I mean, I, well, here's the thing: you go three and two, and you're probably going to finish fourteen and three, and have the number one seed in the NFC. So, like, I think there are going to be times. We know how the city is in the next five weeks. We'll feel like. 
the sky is falling and this team's no good and they don't have it. And guess what? You're probably going to look up when we get to the first week of January and, you know, barring an injury or something really weird happening, uh, I still, you know, they're going to be in the driver's seat even with those losses. So they've built up such a big cushion that they can actually afford three and two is like perfectly fine. You're not probably losing anything if you go three and two. Yeah, it's yep. just it's just like when people say that, <laughs> I the Phillies are gonna win in six, or uh, when they're it's like oh I'm not that confident, but I'm also not. everybody doesn't have to have a take, man. Listen, Jack, <laughs> yeah, you can play the clip. I mean, who was the guy who predicted the Brandon Graham strip stack in the Super Bowl to the exact second? Yeah, like, that oh, actually is pretty that's good. Right, yeah. that's I right. Have to toot my own horn. You would never do that. You telling me about predictions <laughs> uh, or takes? Okay, I'm doing all right there. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, tonight we got uh, we got Bengals Ravens. Could be a little Super Bowl uh, preview here for the Eagles as one of these teams might be there. If you had to project today, who do you think the Eagles had a better chance of beating, the Ravens or the uh, the Bengals? A better team. You know, I think the Ravens are the more complete team, but uh, Joe Burrow in a big game still probably scares me. So, I, I mean, I would probably say the Ravens, uh, not uh, that strongly about it. But, yeah, I think those are probably two of maybe uh, the four teams in the AFC that can get to the Super Bowl. So uh, the Ravens are a very complete team, but man, they've had some of these losses that if they were happening in Philadelphia, we, we you know, we would not be able to uh, get over here where they have two touchdown leads in the fourth quarter. I think they've blown three of them this year. So yeah, I think when Burrow is healthy, um, he's still the guy that kind of scares me quite a bit. All right, Sheila. Uh, I know part of your lukewarm take was three and two. Does that include a win on Monday night against the Chiefs? You know what? I look at this. I was going back and forth on this game quite a bit. I couldn't get out of my head the way Dak Prescott graded those second reaction plays against this Eagles defense and really lit them up. So this is one of the losses I have. This is part of the two, um, the two losses I have in the next five games. I think the Eagles offense is going to play well. I think it's going to be a back and forth game. But ultimately, you know, we just talked about their pass defense. I kind of need to see it. Uh, to believe it. And so I think they could have some issues there for sure. I've got Chiefs 27, Eagles 24, Chiefs barely covering that two-and-a-half point spread. Wow, that's, mm. your, that's your first projected loss of the year. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think I picked them to win every game. Yeah, I think well, that's right. You've always been a homer. Appreciate you, Shiel. <laughs> read, read his work at theringer.com. Uh, Shiel Kapadia. Follow him on Twitter at Shiel Kapadia. All right, brother.